Okay, people, can we try to make it quick? I know many of you have target practice, although it's never the ones who really need it. I'm not saying disassemble and reassemble blindfolded, but heck, get comfortable with your side piece. Continues to be spotty armament distribution by department, notably the English department, where there is none, with the exception of the heirloom flintlock brought in by Mr. Gladstone. And thank you for that, Will. More of a visual deterrent. Social studies and industrial arts are, if anything, over-equipped, although I'm not sure how it serves, while an amazing shop project will be much good defending dear old Steuben unless we are under siege from dear old Buchanan. Which reminds me, seeing that a trebuchet is taking up 12 spaces in the faculty parking lot, to my knowledge, trebuchets are usually on the outside of the event, flipping in. So maybe we should think about moving it inside so as not to tempt fate. Social studies, uh, no surprise, pretty much armed to the teeth, only needing cross-country skis and white jumpsuits if the Germans should come by winter. Several people asked me about conceal and carry with larger pieces, hunting rifles, over and unders and such, but I think we'll just leave that up to the individual. Might work for some and not others. Crossbows, uh, and several did ask, however, might best be kept locked in a trophy room in the atrium. In the event of a crossbow situation, uh, find Charlie for the key to the trophy wall. If he's not in the boiler room, he could be anywhere. Look for his cart. Doesn't mean he's there, but it's a good place to start. To reaffirm again, food service personnel, which includes the bag and tag ladies monitoring the lunchroom, are not eligible to either conceal or carry. Hey, their food is weapon enough. Just kidding. But what about that surplus cheese? Who knew it was so versatile? I know there's been some grumbling about this from the lunch ladies, but it is what it is. And I'm sure they would appreciate fewer jokes about serving spoons serving as shivs or dumping cauldrons of boiling meat surprise soup from the parapets as you pass through the line. Our thanks again to food service, since an armed staff fights on its belly. I realize it may not be a level shooting range as to gun, man, and womanship. And as well, we do have several Quakers on staff, surprisingly. And by no means are we asking them to do anything not overtly condoned within their beliefs. Whether or not that precludes, in a given situation, use of jiu-jitsu or taekwondo, I do not know. And defer to the individual, brother or sister. One too many accidental discharges in the faculty lounge, Frank. It's pretty much impossible to find parts for that mimeograph machine. More importantly, the faculty lounge is not the place for quick-draw contests. That's what the quarry is for. I shouldn't have to say that I sincerely hope that the so-called duel circulating between Frank and Ed was totally in jest, or joust, ha-ha, or at worst, a passing fancy we are understaffed as it is in this economy. For the gals, and that's what they call themselves, honest, Ms. Hotchkiss, Phi Ed Emeritus, has a wonderful item in this week's faculty bulletin on finding just the right little sidearm for gals, once again her word, who may never have handled one before. Not touching that one. Along with an idea for what Virginia calls cute, decorative, and oh-so-feminine crocheted holsters, which you gentlemen, she adds, could use just as well, just call it a messenger bag. And finally, and I mean that, just to refresh, should there be an ongoing security breach event, you will be notified by the announcement, third hour will not be held today, and fourth hour will follow fifth. Have a good one, people.